0: Hey, this is Adam Cruz, owner-broker of the Herman London Real Estate Group and host of the St. Louis Realtor Podcast.
1: And this is Shannon St. Pierre, a Realtor at Herman London and co-host of the St. Louis Realtor Podcast.
0: Before we begin, we just want to say that we are Realtors, which is different from someone who is simply an agent. The term Realtor identifies a real estate professional who is a member of the National Association of Realtors and subscribes to its strict code of ethics.
1: And even though it's called the St. Louis Realtor Podcast, this show is for everyone who's interested in real estate. Buyers, sellers, realtors, HGTV watchers, everyone.
0: So if this specific episode isn't exactly what you're looking for, go through our past episodes and I guarantee you'll find a topic that interests you.
1: And if there's a topic you want us to cover, email us at podcast at hermanlondon.com. That's Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N-N, london.com. And we'll talk about it on an upcoming episode.
0: Thanks for listening and enjoy. Live from the rooftop of the Herman London Real Estate Group in beautiful downtown Maplewood, it's the St. Louis Realtor Podcast with Adam Cruz and Shannon St. Pierre. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the St. Louis Realtor Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Cruz, broker owner for Herman London Realtors here in St. Louis. And right over here is my co-host, Shannon St. Pierre, also a realtor. How are you doing, Shannon? Hi. (laughs) And. We're super excited today because we have a special guest, Becca Davis with Glit Billboards. And if you don't know what Glit Billboards are, we're going to talk about it today, but they're the big billboards that have the messages changing on them. And uh, our company has been using them for a few years. So thanks for being here today, Becca.
2: Of course. I'm super happy to be here.
0: Yeah. We're just a couple of um, real estate nerds who like to learn about all the different aspects and uh, of real estate in general and, and, you know, ancillary industries and stuff like that. So uh, do you mind if we start for the people listening or watching, if you just tell us about your company, basically?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so I work for Blip Billboards. We are a digital billboard company um, here in the country and in Canada. Um, we have about 13, 1,400 digital billboards in our network um and what makes blip unique is that you don't have to sign a contract you don't have to pay thousands of dollars um and you don't have to have the nike mcdonald's coca-cola budgets um to be on a digital billboard so you can say i only want to spend five dollars a day and only spend five dollars a day and we'll help you do that um so yeah we just help people get on digital billboards kind of like pay-per-click for like facebook or social media type advertising
0: love it and yeah and it doesn't have to be five dollars a day it can be five dollars two day right yeah two well
2: i mean give us a couple days there's a a bit of a process but i
0: meant like five dollars for one day kind of thing like you can do it for as long or as short as you want
2: to yes exactly so again without a contract you're in complete control you can say i'm going to do it for one day you can do it for you know the rest of your life if you want to so
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I guess I'm having this urge right now just to say that although this this like podcast might seem like a commercial for Blit Billboards because we are big fans, we're not sponsored or anything by you guys. We're actually just customers of yours.
2: Yeah, you guys are just customers and have had a great experience.
0: So, well, we're just like it yeah, just sounds, sounds so great. I felt like it felt like a commercial, and and we're really kind of curious uh, about sort of the real estate side of things. Not sure. just like how realtors use it and things like that, but more like just like the real estate of, of billboards because we've bought and sold a few properties and had listings with properties that had billboards on them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just sort of a mystery to everybody. So do you mind if you would just sort of tell us about the, the business side of like a billboard? Do you, guys, do you guys lease those? Do you own those billboards? And how does that work?
2: Yeah, so I kind of think about Blip as kind of like the Airbnb or the Lyft of of digital billboards. So we don't own them outright. Um, We have just found a network of kind of the smaller digital billboards around the country um, that people can use. And so it helps these smaller digital billboard owners sometimes get a national presence or have like a more regional presence that normally companies would have to go to you know the bigger names in the industry Um, and so we don't own them outright they're just part of our network sometimes they can go unavailable um, if people are filling up all the space by going to them directly Um, so that's kind of how I think about us they're You know, the real estate side of billboards and the property and all that, that can vary from, you know, town to town or even region, Um, just based on what the city ordinances are or the different laws. Um, Different billboard companies have different policies. Um, We have one billboard company that is a big presence over here, kind of in the Rocky Mountains, and they just care so much about being a good steward of these billboards because you don't really get to choose if you see a billboard or not. Like you literally have to be blind or drive your car with your eyes closed to not see these billboards. Correct. And so, um, you know, we, we do a good job to, to protect the real estate that we've been kind of given to help people build their businesses on.
0: Okay. So you guys are kind of like leasing space on existing billboards or if I had farmland along the highway, can I call you and you guys would do everything necessary to put the billboard up, you know? Up?
2: We don't necessarily help put up the billboards. We've chosen specifically not to go into the owning of billboard, um, you know, part of the industry. Um, but we could get you in touch with the right people to help do that. Um, and again, if you have a lot of farmland and you want to go, you know, up on, you know, put a billboard in that, that field or whatever, um, it is going to be a lot of time and effort and paperwork and red tape and all sorts of stuff. And so it's it's a big fund and it's a big, big amount of time that you'd have to use to do that. But we could get you in touch with the right people to do so.
0: Okay. I, have, I own a building uh, in the city and it's kind of on a busy road. And I just, every time I pull up to it, I see this huge, you know, brick wall. And I'm like, I should put a billboard up there. And you're saying... Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck. It's going to take a lot of – I guess there's just a lot of red tape or something like that.
2: Yeah, it's just – it's a lot because a lot of cities don't like billboards. They don't want billboards. Um, I'm from the East Coast, and you're hard-pressed to find many billboards outside of, like, the big cities just because people don't want to ruin the landscape and be a so little with it.
0: Is what makes it – I'm sorry, Shannon. I'm kind of hogging all the questions No, so you're you can fine. You're you fine. To, but... Is, the, is what makes it a billboard, is it the fact that I'm getting paid for it? Like, I could paint a, a mural of a can of beans or whatever on the side of my building if I wanted to, but if they were paying me, that's what makes it a billboard and the red tape?
2: You know, I don't specifically know. I think it has to deal with, my personal opinion, being in the industry for the time that I have, it probably has to deal with the fact that it changes and that it's not constant, right? Like, if you paint the side of your building Chances are you're not going to change that for years and years and years. But with a billboard, it could change. You know, if it's digital, it could change in the next couple minutes. If it's static, it'll change in a month or so. Um, and that process of going through that change and getting getting it approved is just probably more than a city's willing to to deal with.
1: And Adam, I mean, for I've only known of a couple billboards in the city like intimately in, in regards to. Of- to real estate but my understanding is that the billboards have to pay taxes like the city wants their taxes so that's why it's different than you putting up a sign that says you know i am the greatest you're not making money on that right so if you're not making money now that it's money generating which it technically i guess a billboard would be the city wants their cut usually here anyway completely different, right? Across the United States. And which is why I think it's kind of brilliant. that blip is just like, no, thank you. We'll just lease it and, you know, reap all the benefits of billboard and billboard advertising.
2: Yeah. So back to kind of that question that you had, Adam, like, are we leasing it? What are we doing with it? Basically, if a billboard can't fill all of their spots, they've got like eight or 10 designated spots during the day if they can't fill all those with a contracted advertiser they just give us that ad- that leftover space and then we slice it up into these eight ten- eight seconds ten seconds spots oh so they Review had to, to already
0: have even the digital thing i thought you guys were coming and putting up the big digital things on their billboards
2: no no so they already have it they've already been doing it and running it we do get some new billboard you know owners I, we have one up in alberta that recently put up a billboard um, and they came directly to us and they're like, Hey, like we could do a lot of contracting, but we really like your business model. We, you know, we want small and medium sized businesses to have access. So we're going to mainly go through blip and use you guys in our marketplace.
0: Okay. Well, uh, before we got too far ahead of ourselves, I guess uh, sure. you should say that like, to me, the process of, of, uh, an experience of using blip was I and, well, maybe you can tell the process because I'll jumble it up.
2: <laughs> You're good. You probably know it pretty well yourself having used it. Um, you just go to blipbillboards.com. You create a free account. Um, and then directly from there, you can create a campaign right then and there. Um, so the new campaign, it takes you through different stages. So you pick your billboard locations, and it'll show you all 1,300 across the country which can be a bit overwhelming, but just search the area that you're wanting. Um, it'll describe the billboards. It'll kind of give a description of the area. There's a Google maps to show the cross streets that you can zoom in and zoom out on. Um, it'll give the dimensions, the time length that it has, which traffic, you know, will be seeing it. Um, and then you go to the next stage, you set your daily budget. So how much you want to spend per day so sometimes you have to do a little bit of math. Like I only want to spend 300 for the month. So you put $10 in per day. Um, you can choose your start date, your end date, or you can just say, start it immediately and let it run until, till I don't know, until the world ends. Till I log in and decide to end it. Um, you can set your schedule on the next page to be whatever day and whatever hour you want. And there also you'll want to just set your priority settings. So how much are you willing to spend per blip? The national average is 10 cents per blip. And that varies based on demand for a sign, the area of the country you're wanting to be in and whatnot. So you'll want to be competitive enough and blip will always charge you the market rate. So we're not throwing in like hidden fees or anything. Um, In addition, you're just literally paying for the display um, that you're getting. And then you upload your artwork and you review your campaign you send it off into the approval process and as soon as the approval process is done um, if everything was a go you start blipping so
0: and i think for me i was able to hire you guys to do the artwork do i remember that right
2: yes we do have an in-house graphic design team um, you can um, hire them whenever you want a design is $75 and they do a great job and they turn it around within 24 business hours.
0: Yeah, I felt good knowing that it was going to be sort of like the exact right size and dimensions and everything to be because, you know, I'm giving you this little file and it's turning into this huge image.
2: Yeah, a lot of people get really nervous. They see this like little tiny pixel dimension and they're thinking a billboards like pretty big guys. Um, but we have you do it in pixels specifically or our design team so that it expands in the right way and isn't blurry or stretched. And we even have precautions in there to warn you if we think it'll be blurry or stretched up
0: there. You mentioned earlier that it, you, and I think you kind of called yourself the, uh, Facebook ads of billboards or something like that. Yeah. And then it's like, you're also the Uber of billboards or whatever. It's interesting that someone should just be like, what is the Facebook of ads of Uber for anything you could kind of think of, I guess, but billboards was a good one to do it. Do a lot of people do what you would consider to be trackable things? You know, like one of the benefits of Facebook ads, as I can say, six leads came from Facebook. Do you see people doing that or are billboards more about just getting a brand out?
2: Yeah, that's a a really interesting question. Um, because if you think about it, like Facebook or a website or anything like that, like you can see everybody that crawls across, Um, billboards there isn't you know full technology yet to say like adam or shannon drove past this billboard today and we're going to go target them with all of our other things um so Wait, hold, that, like, hold
0: on a second you kind of slid a yet in there can you can you go on about that what does you mean not
2: not particularly i'm starting to hear that maybe that technology is coming obviously because billboards work people are wanting that um i don't work on any product development or anything but these are things that i go and i tell the product team like this would be really nice and they tell me like yeah 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 we'll get you know we'll get to that uh-huh. in the future let's solidify what we have um so i say yeah in terms of this is 2020 We can you know, we know we can accomplish anything. We just have to get to that point.
0: Are they thinking of tracking like which cell phones pass and then you'll know who they are and what kind of interest the people have?
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's where I was like, Hold up. I mean you know Big Brother's always watching, so we we've all had to kind of give in to that. I mean there's just no way. Um, but I'm sitting here going Wow, that's a new level, I think. Are you tracking my life? Are you doing a license plate picture and then tracking where I live? Or is it? Is it, uh, that was a good one, cell phone?
0: Well, like Google, yeah. I have Google location settings on, on my phone. I give Google permission to know where I am and it could say like, here you go. And it's been four hours since you stopped at a restaurant, bro. I'm sure you're hungry. Like there's a steak <laughs> and shake up here.
2: Exactly, I mean, just think about what that would do for like real estate agents. If you can say like, oh, they keep driving in this area, and we've got four homes for sale, like better get our Facebook and our social media ads to target them, and know which billboards they're going to be passing. I mean, it oh would my be gosh, you're saying feed that
0: driving data to the Facebook? Wow. Oh, oh
2: yeah. I mean, here's the thing with billboards: they're meant to be brand awareness, but you need to have other things in place after your billboards—a very cohesive yet diverse marketing mix. If you really want to see the full benefits, because like I was saying, you can't track billboards necessarily. So what are you doing after it? What is your call to action on your billboard? That's going to get them to go to your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, your website, whatever it is. So yeah, they should all be connected all the time.
0: Do you have kind of any information about like, for example, what realtor call to action works?
2: You know, we have a lot of different, different messages that people put out there. Um, Anything from, you know, shock factor of like, no, how much are they paying to sell their house to, I've got this guy in Arizona. He's a realtor in Arizona. um, And he goes and targets billboards like in Chicago where it's freezing cold and tells them like, Hey, are you done with the cold? Because I'll sell you a house in Arizona next week. And we we get everything. I mean, we get your regular, like, this is the house I'm selling. This is what it's going for. And I'm the realtor. We get just the standard, like, this is my face. This is my, you know, my website or my number or whatever. I mean, we get all sorts of things. Flip is really that opportunity to be as creative as you want. And the more memorable and the more, like, you can be thought about once somebody drives by, the better.
0: I guess you guys have to approve them before they go live. Is that like a human have to approve it?
2: Yes, we have a two tier approval process. Um, the first tier is with Blip. We just want to make sure that we're not sending, you know, inappropriate or poor ads onto the signs that have chosen to network with us. So they go through our approval process first. Um, and we have our design guidelines and things to watch out for on our website that people can always kind of do the checklist. And then after, if blip approves it, then it goes to the sign directly. And the sign has to approve it. Um, and again, they all have different business policies. They have different things that they're willing to do. Some are more liberal than others on what they're willing to do. And then some are even in areas like, for instance, we have billboards near Six Flags where families come and there are young children and Six Flags likes to have, you know, a say in it. Is this going to be okay for the community that we have in our in our park? Sure. So, but it normally it normally just stops with, you know, with the sign owners. There's Six Flags. There's you know different cities that like to have a say in it as well.
0: Um, well, and you guys being sort of the first line of defense, there, I guess. Have you seen people trying to do like inappropriate stuff? You know, cuss words or something like that.
2: Oh, yes, we get, we get all sorts of things. Um, We have a big like rapping community. So explicit language, lyrics, things like that. We just require that they have the, you know, parental advisory label. Um, But we get all sorts of things, weird photos, things that like, you know, I'm an adult. It's fine maybe for me. But if I had like my niece or nephew with me, I wouldn't want to drive past that billboard. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. People are crazy, aren't they?
2: Yeah, I mean, and we're dealing with the general public and we've opened up billboards to a whole new demographic. I mean, it just used to be the people that had thousands upon thousands of dollars to advertise. Blip has made it possible for anybody with any budget.
1: That's what I think is so cool about Blip is when you introduced him to us, Adam, or, you know, kind of gave us said, hey, check this out. I mean, a couple of years ago, um, I thought it was revolutionary in terms of billboard. Right. Because. You could buy a couple spots for a couple days or certain times a day, and then it was just kind of like this um, attainable advertising that was usually off the table, you know, for yeah. someone. And and then it opens up the door for advertising um, for a short period of time for something very specific, like a house. And I could see, like, even a for sale by owner, a, an owner trying to sell their own home, could use it. You know, like it gives the apps opportunity not whose side are
0: you on shannon
1: i'm on everybody's side i'm not on a side adam
0: (laughs) so could someone do (laughs) (laughs) could someone do something short term like will you marry me diane and like make sure it's up while they're driving to the cardinals game
2: yes we have lots of people that do marriage proposals they just need to get
0: a hold of you like at least a week in advance or something
2: yeah, I recommend always giving yourself at least a week buffer. Like our approval process takes, you know, up to 48 hours on average. Um, and you can do it within, you know, an hour setting it up. But give yourself like a week in case the artwork gets rejected or you need to change something. Um, in terms of like marriage proposals or people trying to promote themselves to be hired for, you know, a job that people are looking to hire. Oh, yeah. um, not all That's billboards. Awesome. Um, not all billboards allow personal ads. So that's a good reason to call into blip and speak to somebody like me, a dedicated billboard specialist, and we can help you decide which signs to use um, to, you know, see the best results or be successful and not get frustrated.
1: Why Adam, so, were you going to propose to somebody?
0: Diane, uh, didn't you hear me? Uh, so, <laughs> But how does that work though? Because I'm bidding per eight seconds or whatever. But how do I make sure Diane sees it?
2: Yeah, I, so it could
0: be like not the you know one minute that we have the eyes on it.
2: Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people, I deal with this a lot. People that you know say, "I went to my sign and I didn't see my billboard," and you know, you know, what is this? What what are you guys trying to do or whatever? Um, that's why I have a job as a dedicated billboard specialist, because there is a bit of an art, a little bit of finesse to setting up your campaign to perform exactly the way you want it to. Um, so you have to, you know, pick on your schedule. Don't just say like, oh, well maybe in this eight hour period, we'll drive by, like be very specific. Know when you want her to see that proposal. I want her to see it, you know, between one and 2 PM. Okay. That's the only hour I'm going to schedule give it a big, big budget. There's a, you know, you can stop it as soon as you need to. So if you go by and you see it and it hasn't spent your daily budget, stop it. Like what's the point in keeping it running? Um, which is great about blip. You can start and stop whenever you want. And then next is make sure that that, that max amount that you're willing to spend per display, make sure it's super competitive. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, Yes, the national average is 10 cents, but maybe Joe over here is willing to pay, you know, 50 cents. So he's a little bit more serious about his billboards being seen. Well, I won't mind be seen, so maybe I'll say 70 cents um, or whatnot. So just being competitive, being very specific in how you set your schedule and what you're doing. Also, if you want her to see it on a billboard that you're going to drive by, don't choose the five other billboards that are in the area. Choose the one that you want to drive by um, so that you definitely know it's going to show up on that board at the time you want.
0: Okay. And then am I like, let's say that everyone else is bidding 50 cents on average or up to 50 cents. If I pay my 70 cents, can I buy that whole hour effectively? Per blip no, or it's, is there...
2: it's still a marketplace. So it's still, you know, kind of a bidding system. It's still, you know, I
0: guess I'm saying if I'm the top bidder, Oh, do you still have to display someone else,
2: uh, eight seconds later? We will, we'll do our best to kind of fit the algorithm and see how many slots are available and what the budget is. You know, maybe I'm bidding 70 cents, but I'm also choosing 10 hours. They're bidding 50 cents, but they're only choosing two. So maybe I'll reduce you for those two hours. And put you more heavily on, well, on the other. you respects. do have an
0: algorithm. That's complicated.
2: Oh, yeah. And I don't deal with the algorithm. I just am like, there's an algorithm all the time to people, and I know how to how to play with it to make it work. So.
1: But it is interesting because so your algorithm, I mean, it's no different than Google and Google AdWords. And I mean, you set the budget for, uh, you know, you'd kind of do the same thing. I mean, it could be cents. It could be dollars. And it's just kind of like, it depends on who's bidding, what, how much at that time. And then that's it. Like, and you don't know. That's why I think it's really hard. And exactly. And so with the Google ads, like, so to speak. So it's kind of along those lines of um playing with it a little bit and then do you display and then do you tell how many times it was shown like if i so that i can catch a rhythm and go okay 10 cents is not good enough clearly for these certain hours and i'm going to up my budget
2: yes so we have lots of different like reports and analytics that you can see it'll show you on your analytics all time like when i'm typically blipping and how much i'm typically spending per hour it'll show me specifically yesterday's spend And when I was doing that, um, different metrics. So then if you want to see the exact times and where you're displaying, I recommend that you go and run a proof of performance report. We call it a pop report here um, Mm -hmm. for short. And it literally, I mean, if you've chosen all day in a large budget, it's like a multi-page report, but it literally says like at 7 2 and 43 seconds and 7 2, you know, but you have the seconds. ability. so you have the yeah. ability.
1: So you can kind of see how many times it ran in a certain hour, a certain time of day. And it help you exactly. kind of determine your budget depending on your needs. But um, Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And that helps me too. If somebody's going to their sign and they call up and they're like, Becca, I went by and I didn't see it. I pull up that report and I say, Oh, you went over at 1:30." oh, well, you know, it stopped at 102 because that's when you run out of money or, you know, I'll I'll figure out why they couldn't see it at that time at that sign based on that report, which is really helpful.
0: Becca, if we wanted to make a uh, billboard for this podcast, what would you suggest we did?
2: Um, First and foremost, get your logo on there as big as possible. I would say at least a third of the height of the sign. Um, Next, put your web address on there for them to be able to go and search and find you. Um, And then my last recommendation, because billboards should be short and sweet and concise, less is always more on a billboard. I get way too many people that think a billboard is like a mailer or a flyer. Like nobody has that kind of time. They got two, maybe three (laughs) seconds to see what you got. Like literally they're driving 65 miles an hour. Give them what they need. So your logo, your website, and then if you guys have a slogan, something that people, you know, could Google and search real quick, um, something that's memorable that way, that is what I would fill the rest of the space up with. Also a personal touch is always nice. Like if I know what you look like, because I mean, especially with realty, I'm going to be going walking through this home with you. I want to know you see that you have a kind face and that you you're really in this to help me so building that trust building that brand recognition that's that's the biggest thing so logo website something memorable or something to help with that trust building
0: so um should we like on our billboard I think the ones that we're using as agents we have our picture our name our company logo and then our phone number really big do you think we should get rid of the phone number and go to like a slogan of some sort
1: website. Absolutely. I think more a website so that they know where to go because people can remember a website, but phone numbers.
0: We could probably turn our logo into a website.
1: Exactly, yeah. A website is definitely, there always
2: needs to be a clear form of identity on your billboard. Um, a lot of people will put their phone number because that's what they want. They are wanting direct leads, direct calls because somebody saw it. Um, that can happen, but it's rare that somebody is like, oh, I saw your billboard and that's why I called you. Um, so a website is best and think about a phone number. Like it's probably, you probably can't remember maybe like your mom's phone number or even your grandma's phone number. Maybe if we've had them since, you know, like the early two thousands or whatever, but we don't do that or like 10 specific digits in a very random order. Like I'm, I'm not going to remember that very few people will remember that. So letting them know
0: how to find me or giving them something to Google to find me even
2: really. Exactly. Yeah, your billboard should be just pushing them to the next advertising medium that you're using. Um, And the next advertising medium you're using should be somewhat transactional. So watching someone crawl across your website, um, interact with your social media, something like that. Just to, you know, because in sales, right, we need those seven touches to convert someone to our product. Billboards can effectively be that first touch. Um, And we found that people are about 48% more likely to interact with your website or your social media or anything down the road. If they've seen you in out of home and billboards do a great job of completing that first task.
0: Shannon, if we had like a listing appointment coming up somewhere, then you could put up billboards like a week in advance. So then the seller is like, God, I know you from somewhere. I just, right. I mean, is that, you can like build, that's the idea is you're building trust, I guess, through the. exactly
1: yeah if you know how they drive but i mean are you stalking your clients that well to know exactly where they're driving and when adam i
0: know i know where their house is and i know there's a billboard right here so i'm kind of assuming they're doing a little you know the
2: grocery stores on the other side of that billboard they've got to go get food at some point they're gonna
0: drive by yeah it's it's funny when you were talking about the phones being tracked earlier i was like that's cool and now you're talking about this i'm like that's creepy i don't want to know (laughs) <laughs> tracking where they go to the grocery store, you know? Yep, we'll
2: yep. Let, it's uh, all a little creepy.
0: That. Okay. Exactly. Um, let's see. So you guys have uh, like a bit, billboard referral program. Could you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, it's actually a really great program. Every account has its own unique referral code. Um, you can find that. Let me just double check while I'm talking to you. Um, when you log into your account, up in the upper right hand corner is your organization name. And if you click on that in the drop down menu, there is um, a page called Rewards. And when you go to that, it's the Blip Referral Program. Um, and basically, there's your unique link and you share it with all your friends and family and everybody you know. And the minute that your referral spends their first $25 and has made that first $25 payment, um, you and your referral both earn seventy five dollars worth of credit, um, so it's a really great deal. Seventy five
1: dollars, you know, can typically typically get you
2: a handful of days on Blet to to advertise. I that's
1: yeah, a, that's a really nice referral program. I mean, you so you're spending, you know, so you're tripling the off, you know, what someone is paying and giving it to both. I mean, that's a pretty generous, I guess, referral. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it really is. And we're all about getting those small and medium sized businesses on billboards onto this playing field that for so long they just weren't allowed on or not allowed, but couldn't afford and by default couldn't do it.
0: Um uh, well that, that like seventy five dollars would go crazy long way. I, I am I wrong that I, I think I've noticed during kind of the COVID times that my like what I'm willing to bid hasn't gone down, but what I'm actually paying seems to have gone way down. Is that
2: possible? Absolutely. I mean, with all the lockdowns, if you think about it, shutdowns, lockdowns, less people on the roads, people being told, please don't be out and about, Um, you know, the online, the TV ads, those, those prices skyrocketed, right? Because everyone was like, well, they're all going to be in the home. They're not going to be leaving. And so we can charge whatever we want. Um, and so the demand for these billboards went down, and therefore the cost dropped when there isn't you know demand and a, a surplus of supply then then the price drops. and so with that, we were trying to tell people like, no, you still have your essential workers on the road. you still have people out needing to grocery shop or visit you know those that are in need. There are still people on the road. This is the time to get your name out there bill brand recognition. And what we've seen from past recessions past analytics is that um those that continue to advertise during a point of downturn um show stability have increased market share and ultimately fare better once things kind of come back
0: Yeah.
1: yeah yeah i think we see that like that repeats itself several times in history we've been able to look back in terms of marketing and um business growth and I mean, I think it's I think it's interesting, but that's absolutely true. So I'm like, Becca, you're over. losing
0: me here. You're losing me. All I want to do now is log in and up my campaign money.
2: No, seriously. And you know, with with Blip, the best part is it's flexible. You know, you're you know, you're freaking out, so you can pause it right away. Or you're noticing, like you are, Adam. You know, being educated on this, like, oh, this is the time. Like, go increase it edit my campaign right now um, and win that market share and build that brand recognition. And so with what there really is this, you know, whatever I want, I can, I can essentially make happen. And if you can't figure it out on your own, give me a call. I'll tell you, you know, how we can do it in the best way possible.
1: Do you have anyone, do you know any of any like specific examples just across my mind just like that has bought ad space just for fun? It has like, I, uh, just so they can say they they're on a billboard, <clears throat> Adam, um, or, uh, <laughs> um, or just, I don't know, because they go, huh, I can't. And so I do, you know, some people are just like, uh, you know, when you ask them why they did something, they're like, I don't know, because I could, because I could, we've had, I mean, there,
2: there is that in every shape, way, you know, and form, um, before Blip, there wasn't really a name to, or a way to put your name up in lights, so to speak. And now you can, right? You can. Everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame. Everybody wants that. Um, we get a lot of people that will do it solely so that they can go and stand in front of the billboard and take a picture and then post it on their social media and say, like, yeah. I was on a billboard, guys. Like, what about
1: that? Adam. Um, I've
0: tried to I put up billboards of some of our agents and try to get them to go get the picture. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a really cool thing to do.
0: Well, then if you're on like, a billboard, then your friends think, like, oh, your business must be doing great, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Think
2: about the credibility that it builds, because before it was Nike, Coca-Cola, McDonald's that could do it. And all of a sudden, like, oh, Adam, Shannon, you guys can be on a billboard. Like, you guys must be doing so great that you can afford that. And you're like, it's bliss.
1: Yeah, you know, but that's not why I think that much. Blip is like a game changer. Are, there, are you one of the first in the market to do this?
2: Oh, yes, yes. Blip really doesn't have, like, competitors. Obviously, we still have billboards and other billboard companies, but our model, I mean, we're the first awesome to do model.
1: it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a killer model. Um, but, yeah, no, I was just asking because I'm getting ready to move, so I'm going to a whole new city. And so I was like, hey, but what a great idea, Adam. I could just be like, hey, looking for friends. Yeah, exactly. Again, watch out for the billboards that I won't be personal
2: ads, but yeah, find one that will. Somebody was like, hey, can I put this billboard up? And it was like, text my boss happy birthday and literally put his boss's like textable <laughs> number on a billboard. Oh, wow. Or, That's awesome. You let him do it? We found a billboard that would let him do that, you know, or we have um, a father who doesn't have, you know, his ex-wife won't let him see his kids. Um, and so the way he tells his kids that he loves them and happy birthday is he puts, he puts a sign up in their town and has the friends that he knows in that area go drive his kids past these signs.
0: Oh my God. I just,
2: those are that's the things sad, that make my right. job worth. It is sad, but at the same time, like he couldn't have done that without Blip. He couldn't have just paid thousands of dollars to have that for his kids, you know?
1: But oh I love God. it because he's going so far out of his way. You know, and and when his kids get older, they'll know that you had to go extra out of your way to go get that done. And he's trying. It just shows he's trying.
2: Yeah. And Blip just gives that opportunity to literally anyone that wants to get a message out there, Blip can do it. And our founders were just mind blown that this didn't already exist. And when they found out it didn't exist, they were like, that's it. Like, we got to figure this out and do it. And they
1: did. Yeah, I agree. I think it's awesome. And I think it's what's even better about the model is you don't have to do all the red tape with the billboards and the You know, the city ordinances, like all the red tape is done by somebody else. I mean, it, it's, it, it truly is just brilliant.
0: It's so easy. I'm like, I'm upping our billboards right now. I'm like, uh, (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll tell you what I feel bad to say this but i have a friend who contacted me recently and told me that he saw my billboard and he was asking me a little bit about it because he had just put one up for his company but he did like the old school method and he Um, had like contracted agreed to i don't remember how many thousands of dollars it was per month for some length of time and i i feel like i shattered him when i told him about blip you know because can you imagine what he just like he just wasted a lot of money essentially so i felt bad for him but yeah blip is awesome
2: yeah especially those that were signing contracts right when the like covid hit i mean they just paid thousands of dollars and if they had been with blip they could have just turned it off that day they could have just turned it off
0: and yeah, turn it off it makes my ads even cheaper it's crazy because <laughs> i'm out driving around every day the roads are full of people you know yeah
1: they are. they are, they are. People are still out. I Traffic is slightly less, which is kind of nice. But it, the roads are just as, you know, full.
2: I mean, for me, I was going stir crazy. And my thought was, I can still be, you know, social distancing in my car and go drive around and feel like I'm not in this bubble anymore. And so I would just get out and drive, you know. And then I'm seeing all these ads. Do you have anything, No, for Shannon? me, I'm
1: like, I'm totally just going to do it. For fun. I don't know why. Just for fun when I move.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Call me up. I'll help you in whatever city you're in. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, share your phone number, will funny.
2: you? Huh? Yeah, we'll just text you. We'll put that on the billboard. I mean,
0: uh, Becca, will you share oh, your me? phone number if you want people to call you?
2: <laughs> yes. Um, for my phone number, you can just email me at Becca B E C C A like it is here. Um, at blipbillboards.com. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. My direct line is 833-990-1281. And if I don't answer your call, just leave me a message and I'll I'll get you taken care of.
0: Love it. Cool. Thanks for being on. I'm sure I'll think of more questions later. Um, We always have people that ask us questions later. Uh, but it's really interesting what you're doing, and I appreciate your time today. It's, it's a good service. So thank you. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Send me questions whenever you have them or when your followers do. Be more than happy to help them.
0: Okay. And I'll be
1: in touch when I land.
2: Yes, I'll be watching for your emails to come through. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, all righty. Thank you guys very much. Take care. Thank right.
2: you. See Thanks ya. Back